0: Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of Scene 3, the long and awaited uh, debut of our uh, brand new podcast discussing movies on a theme. Uh, tonight's theme, we're going to be talking about ridiculously giant animals. Is that correct, Shane?
1: That is correct. That's our theme for tonight. We've got three movies that fall into that category. We should probably introduce ourselves. We probably should. First. I'm Shane, or Wangers, as you'll hear people call me. And I am Mark, or Lappy, as
0: I am occasionally referred to.
1: Um, And, yeah, this is our podcast, our brainchild. And the idea behind it is we want to have a different guest host each week to talk about the three different movies just so we can get a variety of opinions rather than just listening to us two... Dribble. ...ramble and dribble all over the microphones. So, yes, as Lappie said, our first uh, theme for the very first ever episode, episode 101, is movies with ridiculously giant animals. Our guest with us joining us tonight is a good friend of this podcast already, even though we're in Episode 1. I'll let him introduce himself.
2: G'day, I'm Mick uh, LeVac or LeVac6 or whatever you want to call me. i struggle struggled to um, get people to understand my surname.
1: <laughs> people won't even call you Michael, they shorten it to Mick even. Just go Mick. Yeah, yeah Mick. It's nice and easy. Before we recorded this episode, which we are doing right now, so before... I'm talking in past tense already. Uh we got you to fill out a small guest profile. Oh yes. Um, which I've got in front of me here and we'll just we'll peruse through. We won't read through very sure. detailed answers. Yeah. Uh obviously you've said your name. We you don't really need to know your age or occupation. I don't know why we put that on there. Is the you know dr- your, dr- your house view.
2: address
3: any was there a reason
1: for that? Yeah, I don't know why you gave us the semen sample. No okay, I uh, ask sure. for that. So no, anyway. Worries. Your favorite film and why, which is really good, because I like it when people talk about movies to justify something. Um, That's something we're going to strive to do in this podcast. If you hate something or you love something, at least be able to justify with it. Nothing drives me more up the wall than when someone says that was shit and can't elaborate on it. Well, that's because it's just mindless opinion, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. So we're going to be mindless opinion with a little bit extra. With reason. Can I with be that style. person,
2: though? Can I say You can, that? absolutely,
3: yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, uneducated.
1: So <laughs> no, it's not of... even about – okay, I don't right. think you need to be educated. I think you just need to be able to express yourself, whether you like something or not. For reasoning. Yeah, okay. which you've done quite here. You um, you couldn't even put one movie.
3: That was if so, you I had mean, the gun sad. to
1: your head, you saying Fight Club. Which is a brilliant movie. It's a good choice. A I, I was
0: impressed when I read
1: that. Yeah, yeah, and then the Dark Knight Rises. Obviously, that's a brilliant superhero movie. Rest in peace,
0: Heath Ledger. Heath, Heath Ledger. Yeah. I mean, I,
2: I think yeah, that one was just every time you'd see him on screen, he just just captivated, and a uh, well deserved of the uh, Oscar. I know, I know, it was late, you know, post death, but yeah, that would have been a sort of one off, wouldn't it? Surely a a villain in a comic book type of movie. Oh, yeah.
1: There wouldn't be other oh Yeah, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, I reckon you'd probably... It would be sort of a one-off. And The Godfather. Well... One of the most beautifully shot films ever. Yeah. I love that movie so much. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it. Worst film you've ever seen, Battlefield Earth. Oh, disgusting. I'm ashamed to admit I still haven't seen it. Disgusting movie. I'm, I'm holding out. See, I'm I, doing... You know me. Anyone who knows me knows I love bad movies. I love bad movies.
0: It's going to yeah. have to appear in a theme now
1: because I yeah. haven't seen it
0: either. Yeah, so. we're going to have to get this on one episode. I would
2: happily watch it again if you guys were to sort of uh, embark on a really terrible movie segment, three of them that we've got to pick, one each or
1: something. Does it do the thing where it becomes so bad it circles back around and becomes good or is it just shit? I think it's plain shit. Yeah. But, I, see, you want educated responses or
2: just a response itself. I can't really remember <laughs> why it was that bad, but it was actually one of those movies that really stand out in time as one that you would just – you was a waste of an hour and 43 minutes of your life.
0: Yep. You can remember the exact running time, though, so that's I, impressive.
2: I made it up. I think it's <laughs> around that sort of mark,
1: yeah. Uh, hobbies, we've got movie, TV show, sport. And video games, soccer, basketball, AFL, yeah, all is of the that, above. Is that sort of that's pretty, pretty good, pretty cliche as well though. Really, no,
2: no,
3: no, okay. not at all.
1: Cat or dog, both, but dog. If I had to make a choice, have to make nice. a choice. Yep. Scrunch or fold toilet paper, fold. But, Can um, I just point out? I hmm. mean,
0: you wrote this um, these questions for this well, profile. I did I, in a hurry, and, and I just have to say, if anyone is a scruncher, you're a Neanderthal. Like honestly, do you I not have of, time to fold? I kind of do both. You fold and scrunch at the same Mm.
1: time. If I'm feeling generous, I'll fold that in half again and, you know, if we're low on toilet paper. You, sir, are the (laughs)
0: endothel. I
1: am. I'm a a wild man. Any superpower you'd want, real-life Action Jackson.
2: Yeah, because I've got a Twitter It's weird. Um, I've got a Twitter profile that's, um, oh, no, I really liked Action Jackson, Carl Weathers' movie. I think it's 1986, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'll look that up in a, whilst we're yep. talking about it. But Feel I, free to I just post really on our Facebook
1: it. if Mick's wrong and correct him. Please correct we're me. We're encouraging trolling on our Facebook page, please. It's one of
2: those action movies I think was underrated. It was. Uh, in, in its time. And For it its
1: time, absolutely, It yeah. was
2: underrated. And I think yep. um, Carl Weathers wasn't a front man, a leading man at that time. And no, I think when if he did you'd had, it had wrong, Carl
1: Weathers now, I think he'd be more successful now than he 100%. was. 100%. Yeah.
2: And he had yep. he had the rig, he, he had the uh, personality and, uh, he could throw
1: a one-zinger line around like nobody's
2: business. And I think I think when he was about to uh, rocket launch someone or um, something like that, he goes, "How do you like your ribs?" It's um, <laughs> something like he, just the way he drops the lines of really yeah, good in he, that movie. He, yeah, absolutely. And he just agree. yeah that he didn't die. He should have died about a good you know uh, nine hundred times. <laughs> but yeah, yeah.
1: That. Should pineapple be allowed on pizzas for Hawaiian residents only? That's good. So I, I put that on there because it seems to be quite a heat. That's very diplomatic. I yeah. Think. yeah.
2: Well, my my nickname's diplomat. But I think. But what, what I get from Aussie pizzas? Why is it if you put an egg on it makes it Aussie?
0: Yeah. Well, that'll be true.
1: Beetroot on well, a burger. Yeah, yeah. That's probably. We'll save that for our pizza podcast. Sure. Uh, which we're starting coming to in you in 2018. <laughs> <coming soon. laughs> uh, we talk about all the variety of pizzas. Batman or <laughs> Superman? Uh, Batman. Uh, Obvious answer. Obvious answer. Anyone pick Superman is insane. Uh, Would you rather eat chocolate that tastes like shit or shit that tastes like chocolate? And you've gone with chocolate that tastes like shit. Yep. Okay, I dig that. Yep. Um, I haven't really thought thought this through for myself.
2: Is it? I mean, could could you look at it in a way that it doesn't taste that good? So the the you could say it tastes like shit, or just Yeah. yeah, you know, just. Yeah, hold your nose and just pray. And, and assuming you've
0: never tried shit before, you're not sure what it's going to taste like. So well, that's point Maybe shit. shit. It could just taste bad.
2: Maybe as kids we've tried it because you just don't know whether oh, we did. Did we do that? I don't think so. Okay. I'm
0: pretty sure I ate shit once.
1: Maybe I did. I did actually. I remember once, but I, yeah, I won't talk about it. Um, what we're going to do now is we've wasted far too much time. Not that you're a waste of time. Oh, wow. You all fantastic <laughs> on the show so far. You've been
0: we're going to go through our three movies. So, um, as I said, our titles were... Gigantic, well, Ridiculously Gigantic Animals. Uh, so, the first film we watched was one in the Anacondas uh, franchise. So, Anacondas... Search... Two. Number two. Number two. Search yep. for the Blood Orchid.
1: Anaconda, the Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Or Orchid, if you're my sister and you don't know how to pronounce the word orchid. Uh, 2004, uh, directed by uh, a man called Dwight H. Little, who really has no big credits except for Free Willy 2 and Marked for Death. Oh, he did Free Um, Willy 2. Marked for Death. What a a range of movies. And then he's just done a bunch of TV since then. Um, Good scope. But, yeah, right? Like Marked for Death, that awesome Steven Sarkar movie. Yeah. And Free Willy 2. Like, okay, and then Anacondas 2.
3: How many writers
1: do you think this film had? Four. One. Seven. Seven. Seven writers. Seven. (laughs) None of them have really got any... A claim, except for one, a guy called Jim Cash. Ring a bell? No, the name rings a bell, yes. Top Gun? Yes. Turner and Hooch? Yes. Flintstones 2? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take your word on that one. Uh, and I think he wrote the original Anacondas as well, which yeah, right. the, if the only one remembers the original was uh, Ice Cube and yep. J-Lo. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there, I didn't, I mean, I'm usually at this point I'd recap that we had stars in it, but
0: I don't think we really had any big. I could not name you one.
1: Star Morris Chestnut is the only one I remember is the bald black guy because he was in like kick ass and he was in like ER yeah, for a while. He's the only one I recognize, but we're still stretching it to and I'm stretching the (laughs) words. uh, No offense, Morris, if you're listening to the (laughs) podcast, or uh, yeah, uh, the
2: guy that played Bill Johnson, I think, um, yeah, he's been in a series, a TV series, pretty much.
1: Bill Johnson, that's right, I forgot that's because that brings me to when we're first introduced by Bill Johnson as what's his name, John Sin. They're looking for him yeah. and they go, why do they call you John Sin? Because he's like a white guy in the middle of Borneo. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's just a local nickname. My name is Bill Johnson. I was just like, oh, my God, this.
3: Wonderful. Who okay
1: scene is offending me. Um, the movie runs into a cool one hour and 37 minutes. Yep. Which is probably a little bit too long if you've watched it. Um, and the plot, I mean, how would you summarise
0: the plot? Um I would love to say the premise was very sketchy. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. o- opening up with we're going to go into the jungle to search for this flower that's only in bloom every seven years because it's going to be the fountain of youth. Um, Which is going to make them billions of scientists. Billions of dollars. As, as, How did he um, make billions? Because oh, they worked for a pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, company, pharmaceutical So they am going company. to sell a pill that made people live forever. Yeah. But it's, I'm putting that on the sketchy side of of plot lines, right? Now. Absolutely.
1: And, and
0: but no. I think it's not a bad one for that type, type of movie. No, it's it's relatively,
1: relatively well thought except out. Except for the plant that grows once every seven <laughs> yeah, years in the middle of a jungle, yeah. infested by giant anacondas. Which we later learn brilliantly because we're, 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 we're not going, I mean, we're just going to jump around here, aren't we, right? Yeah. Are we, are we oh, a spoiler alert? Spoiler alert? alert. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. <laughs> You've <haven't> watch <laughs> the movie. Well, like, Spoiler alert. That the snakes were eating. The f- plants, and that was what was making them live yeah, longer. Right. So, yeah. we so learn in the movie, and I don't know if this is an actual biological fact. Again, hit up our Facebook page. A snake will continue growing for as long as it lives. That's what they sold us in the movie. Yeah. 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 So, the these snakes code. keep living because they're immortal because they're eating the flowers. Yeah.
2: So so. They they said snakes live longer because of the orchid. Yeah. And
1: that's so, why they're so getting so it was bigger. proof and bigger. of concept. So, yeah. Yeah, they are going to make all just... this money from, from getting this flower. And, cool. and given the context of this. Um, snakes, like if you haven't seen the movie, these snakes are as big as a car, like
0: the thickness. Yeah. They kind of yeah. vary a
1: lot because it's, it's not great CGI. I,
0: I, I, no. And there was more than one. And it's there
1: was more the, than was one. The whole thing it's... Yeah, we. At the Again, end... spoiler
2: alert, sorry about this, but, you know, we
1: we'll <laughs> <laughs> you know, One big whole spoiler blanket we'll put on the yeah. entire podcast.
2: But it was like when they were dropping a couple of these spoilers, I thought it was a very Sixth Sense feel to me, like, wow, I didn't see
1: that coming. Like the mating ball at the end? Yeah. When the, yeah. It's like, is that real? I, I mean, Google that, mating ball. Do snakes do that? The because female wraps was, all the males up and then...
2: One of the characters like the had of, mentioned it that, that there is a mating ball yeah.
1: going on. Yeah, which I and thought was And then you nonsense. actually see it and you're like, whoa. And then I'm thinking, is this a real thing in the snake world? I need to... That's why I like this
0: movie because it's making me think about other things. Other things. Learn more.
2: And the stone spider got me thinking. What, oh,
1: yeah, the stone spider.
2: What yeah. I thought
0: was that they actually... Um, they built the suspense really well, yeah, because they set it up and um, you know mysterious jungle. The guy yeah, gets so taken. So the whole plot and, is
1: basically they're on a boat going to get these flowers. They run into trouble. Yeah, five and seconds.
0: so it's set up well, and and the, I thought the build to suspense was pretty good. Yep, um, and what I, what I I did I found count the,
1: three monkey scares though, which I think is probably one too many. Because the captain has a pet monkey, which yeah. at called several Kong. occasions called it Kong. Kong. Yeah. Pretty
0: good. And he gets the nomination for me, best on screen. Best on screen performance, hands
2: down. I was going to mention, I'd, I'd actually written it down as one of the notes, Kong the monkey was probably the best monkey since Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And because he... Yeah. Well, I think the the bit when he actually goes into that hollowed out hollowed out tunnel. Um, oh, and the log. And, he, and he's just he does he puts his hands on his cheeks and he's looking <laughs> and, and he, he looks alone. really scared and then you see the anaconda appear through that hole and his face of this absolute uh, probably the most scared face and best acted scare Definitely
1: expression-wise. Unbelievable. Then the and then
2: ran up the tree, was just running around. You'd think he's dead. And you think he's gone, yeah. And uh, it would turn people off. He has like, tw-
1: to fake death, doesn't he? Like, where they think yeah, dead to, and he comes it's sort back. Of,
2: again, it keeps you on edge. Mm. It keeps you guessing, Except is he for dead? the fake
1: scares where they were just talking and all of a sudden he goes, ma! <laughs> like, and then just like... You cheeky monkey. He's like, stop that, Kong. Kong. He is definitely one of the shinier of the things in this. In terms of the cast, there isn't really many... If any likable, like the captain of the boat's probably the like most likable character.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and even he kind of sells everyone out for fifty grand because he, you know, it's rainy season, so the river's all you know. F- which brings me to probably one of the stupidest points in the movie: they're flowing down the river, the or whatever it's called, yep. and it's raining season, so things are flooding and stuff. And there's a fork in the road. One goes left to a 150 foot waterfall, and one goes right. Wouldn't you know about that? But he kind of wakes up and he's like, "Oh, the current—the current's too tight. We can't turn. We can't turn." Like, yeah. And, and so the, they go over the edge of the waterfall. Of the boat. Yeah, it's yeah. like he—he he knows that's there. Why wouldn't he like straddle the right side coming up to the turn? But like, you know, it's a way for them to lose their boat and then they're stranded on foot. And yeah, that's when we get probably my favourite scene in the movie is when they're walking through the and the doctors teasing the. The yes. corporate lady with the dirt yes. at the, the jaws theme. And, and they're walking, gets, w- they're wading yeah. through waist deep water. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. the camera pulls up and you can see the snakes grinding around yeah, all that, that, that wasn't of the was Yeah. That was a tree trunk. But, that I, was I like, j- say, but then when, that was my problem with the size of the snake because they obviously didn't have a reference point. Because if you watch all their reactions, some of them are looking up 10, 20 feet, some are looking five feet. They don't quite meet eye lines of like, you know, they just need a guy with a tennis ball saying, That's a good point. You know, this is, this is where the snake's giant snake will be.
2: But did no one else think that when the boat went off the edge of the waterfall, they were pretty unscathed? Yeah, that would oh, yeah. be death in the show. Oh, yeah. they were dead, and then they just sort of pulled up and like, oh, okay, let's keep going. Oh, oh the well.
0: boat broke. Yeah, boat let's, broke. Let's let's keep going. Let's track. Yeah, you know, we'll and, the, and she said,
2: "I'm sorry for you know your for your boat," and he goes, "Oh, it was a piece of shit anyway." <laughs> Bill Johnson, <laughs> Bill Johnson, man.
1: Captain Bill Johnson. He just he, he really kept it going. He, he he's definitely the most sort of. Interesting, charismatic character to watch. I think he he, um, he he has that great scene just before they go over the waterfall. With the woman falls over the corporate main corporate woman um, who's always on her phone falls off the boat falls and, off the and, boat, to, and yeah. she gets attacked by an alligator yep. and he jumps in. That's actually quite convincing because it's a yeah. real or a stuffed alligator or a prop alligator, but he's rolling around and stabbing it. Whereas whenever we see a snake, it's never a real snake, which I think is a huge mistake because in the first one they had that physical snake as well as the bad CGI, but they sort of Jurassic Parked did a little bit with, you know, we've got a prop snake head, but we've also got the, the bad CGI. And the CGI in this is pretty bad, yeah. keeping in mind this is a 12-year-old film. Yeah. Um, this
0: the underwater and, stuff looks good because it's obscured by water. But and based on the cast, I would say they wouldn't have a massive budget. Either. No, so, you know, no, CJ no, no. is going to going to run you in the bills. Well,
1: course. given that I have seen all of the Anaconda movies, of course you have, because I love giant animal movies. Uh, David Hasselhoff is the star of the fourth one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, so,
1: that so that shows you where they're heading. And it's all completely cgi and It looks like a Windows 98 screensaver by that stage. So,
2: And Hasselhoff is has um, making a little bit of a habit of himself appearing in these type of movies. Sharknado 3 yeah,
1: was... Absolutely. And then
2: he's rumoured to be in part four. Sorry. Yeah. But spoiler alert.
3: Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler
1: alert. <laughs> um, you heard it here first.
2: Heard it here first. But he's, he's appearing in these uh, movies that are just destined not to be
0: wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, he's getting paid, so good on him. Yeah, he gets a cheque. Um, and
1: then they're relying on Andy Anderson. Um, Andy yes. Anderson, what a great name for a character, Australian actor. Uh,
2: New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. He New Zealand? Yeah, ah, New Zealand. He's in New Zealand. Obviously, we've done our research on yeah. that. He's in ago. Home and
0: Away Neighbours and yeah, State, right? Yeah. And McLeod's daughters are it's people Australian playing a fame, Rick but Rick. actually born in New Zealand because I was outraged as an Australian that why is the Australian on screen always a drunk? And then I Googled yeah. him and he's New Zealand. So yeah. you know, So we let that pass. I'll let it go. Let it slide. Let it um, um, slide.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, random TV spots, but I love the fact he dropped an Aussie comment in there saying mates rates. Yeah, yeah you don't really right. hear it yeah, he a lot. Yeah, he did mates rates. Mates, mates right. rates. No, yeah. no, I,
0: there was another one as well. I, I, when you said mates rates, I was expecting you to say something else and I've forgotten it now, but it was, uh, he might have dropped a bloody beauty in there as yeah, well off, or something like off, that. Yeah, you've got to drop those. There was a couple of colloquialisms in there.
1: Yep. And then he gets killed by the snake as well in the kind of snake. I love whenever we see snake vision, the camera's all tilty and like on angles and stuff like that. Like yeah, I very that. shaky.
2: Very yeah, shaky. real and
1: shaky and you're like, oh, I'm looking through the snake's eyes. Mm. But then it's too expensive to show him being eaten, so we'll just yeah, they, they, we'll drag him off it. camera.
2: But it was a bite to the ass, is how he yeah, died. Yeah, he
1: takes it in the ass. Yeah, he took like it. And then he's he bending over getting, pulled getting pulled the thing away. Yeah, Got and pulled aside and there's yeah.
2: that mystery of the gun being in his little property of... Yeah, you
1: like
0: a little case there. On the, yeah, and, exactly.
1: that's, and that's the part I want to talk about towards the end of this film, the scene where uh, so we've got main black guy and main white guy who are like leading this expedition. They're kind of the greedy scientists who want to make this. Mm. And the white guy turns on the black guy. I can't remember the names of if you can. Jack and Cole. Jack and Cole, which is just the same as saying white guy and black guy. Yeah, exactly. No, no offence. Um, um, so Cole turns on Jack so easily and quickly. And then just leaves him there. He, he, was, he, drunk uses on, the, he was drunk on the money. He uses the stone spider, which yeah. we you mentioned earlier, we which we find because yeah. yep. our guide, Tran was our guide, said uh, which the captain's like, boat boy, was like. It'll, uh, it'll paralyze you instantly. Yeah, so you paralyze you know. instantly. Like, for oh, two days or something. Yeah, You'll be days, like stone for two and days. And he's like, oh, we can keep this and maybe make some money as an anaesthetic. So you're hmm. like, okay, so there's your throwback. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he obviously puts a spider on him and. And then he's going to steal the boat and leave them all because by this stage everyone else is like, well, we want to go home. There's giant snakes killing everything. Like, this is, let's go, you know. I don't understand why they don't build to that rather than just do it. Like, even if he doesn't, he doesn't know because what happens is a snake comes down from the roof and eats the guy alive very slowly.
0: And then they have to set fire to the hut to kill the snake so they don't all get it. Yeah. Yeah. Did
2: did it kill the snake? Well, I'm assuming It made noises. It's hard to
0: tell because by this point there's...
1: As far as yeah, you know, we're there's, told, there's we lots of them. You know. But Jack is just already on avoid. the raft going. He's gone. Yeah, yeah Jack's on his statement. way. But it wasn't Even Cole, by didn't... the way. I, was, I think oh, it, it got, it
2: was, there's two You're African-American thinking. guys in it. The one he turned on, I've got...
1: Oh, yeah, Cole's the one that's always crying and whinging.
2: Yeah, uh, I think his name might have been Mitchell.
1: Which brings me, not brings me to, but I just mm-hmm. want to make a point Finalises <laughs> your point. At the end, the people that survive are the captain, the blondie, who we haven't really talked about, but she's like one of the grad students, like the love interest. For Sam. The name, I think her name was Sam. Sam. Yeah. I'm terrible with names. I'm glad someone life, wrote the character names. <laughs> i name them all down. Um, the executive woman who's always on her phone and the camera guy that's always whinging, like the most annoying characters live. Yeah,
0: and I, I struggled is because that, I couldn't I mean, they're pick, all annoying, Don't I couldn't wrong. pick who was going to survive, and that's what the best part of horror movies is, is how they're going to die and who's going to survive. Yeah. And none of the people I thought were going to survive survived except for the captain. Well, good, very progressive, though, which is good, because you've got two black people who live, which is good, because in horror movies, there's always the cliche of the well, black hang
2: person on. dies one, first. One, you know? one, one. Lives. One lived because the guy, I think his name was Mitchell. He's the one that Jack turned yeah, and on. Got the spider and, the spider. and then got uh, eaten. Bitten by a, spy, a stone spider. Oh, no, and no. And, no, no, an and she lives as well.
1: Oh, Yes. Course. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah good yeah. point. The, and because she's, because we have, so they've just been through this horrible ordeal. They've discovered giant snakes. Like, you couldn't imagine going through that terror. She falls into the mating ball at one point. Like, it's terrible.
2: Yeah, Sam went through hell.
1: They're on a boat and they're like, how long is this going to take? It's like a day. And, and they're like, oh, you know. He's like, but I know a shortcut, and I'm like, no, cue guitar music, you know. <laughs> meow, 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 credits roll. No one cares about loss of life in this film. Oh like, yeah. they, I they cry for God. about a minute, but we, like, and look, I can't vouch for this. I've never been in a group dynamics lost somewhere and being terrorised by giant animals. But you've got grief has got to hit you on. You're not making jokes and. Throwing oh. out one-liners and zings and, and hitting on, uh, you know, I'd probably still hit on You'd girls even still. in that. Situation.
0: I, I would have loved to have seen the backpack full of the flowers, like just in the corner of the frame yeah. as they're panning away. Yeah, just because you're just, like, yeah. that's how ruthless that woman was. That would have been a, bit, a little bit of a better ending where she, she took a backpack of them. That's true.
1: She was the one saying they're going to fail, they're going to fail the whole time.
2: Well, see, Cole was the uh, the annoying African American guy, but you know, referencing like you know, bam and slices, so he daces after Sam cut one of the anacondas head off. Yeah, he was. And that. I, I would have, I put, I had him at a uh, dollar twenty five to die next. Yeah, he's he, he, he was short. He, odds. he reminds
1: me of the guy in another teen movie the token black guy that's really upset because all he can yeah. say is damn that's whack yeah that's like whack. that's what he is but no that's his character and you he... almost feel bad for the actor because it's like the dialogue was terrible <laughs> dialogue for was it was was really terrible for him so bad terrible. I mean that's and what you get when you get seven writers but yeah. Yeah, he
2: did the best he could with what he had in front of him and yeah. I thought you know he thought he's going to die but he actually came good at the end yeah. which I didn't see coming so a that a was fake, another twist in that the plot fake line.
1: death where he nearly gets it was
2: Sam and Cole got really good at the end and he had Tran I think was the Asian guy that was you know well built alongside Bill, both doing their thing, yeah, he but got, dre- oh, he got bitten into the stomach. yeah. yeah underwater, yeah, the anaconda yeah. got him in the stomach. Gonski, after Cole sort of, yeah, was yeah. spared
1: a life. So, yeah, not. I mean, I really enjoy it as a film. I don't know how you guys, I like the first Anacondas. I am not afraid to admit that I have a, a thing for giant animal movies, yeah, but I do have fetish. my line, as we'll learn um but yeah i i i dug it as a sequel it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't i mean the first one will always be special in my heart john Voigt putting on that the, the accent first one's is always special
3: like oh,
1: oh so much and and jlo's terrible acting and ice cube just being ice cube not even trying to act i assume that's just ice cube in that's, real that's life just he just rocked him. up to set and was and you got Danny Trejo in there. It's like an awesome cast, yeah, and they cast. use a practical snake. And there's far, like it's a far superior film as often it is. Um, but I, I like the second one, and if you're into that kind of thing, I would I would definitely recommend it to someone to watch. Nick,
2: yeah, I think it's a. It gets my recommendation. I'm, I'm, I haven't been big into the big creatures type of movies, but um, I think they had a very diverse and ethical like cast. I thought it was a very diverse yeah. cast. The ones that dropped off weren't the ones I was expecting to drop off. Absolutely. Um, and I became a big fan of Cole towards the end. The guy that I thought would die was dollar twenty five odds for me. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it uh, for people that
0: love that type of genre. Hundred percent. Well asterisked there at the end. Uh, I think for a for a casual watch, it was it was fine. Um, you know, I, don't, I can't see myself taking a group of friends to the cinemas to watch that, but uh, chuck <laughs> it on the telly and you know have it in the in good the hangover, hangover movie. Yeah, it's it, you yeah. know it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's You know, it's easy viewing, you know. It's not hard to follow. There's going to be snakes that are going to kill people. So, yeah, it it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all.
1: So our second movie we watched falling into the category of ridiculously giant animals, movies with ridiculously giant animals, was 1999's Lake Placid, uh, which was directed by a guy called Steve Miner who hasn't really done a lot of movies, did a lot of TV, did a couple of Friday the 13th, I think, when I was – Cruising his IMDb page, what he bad? did Forever Young with Mel Gibson, so that's a good movie. I like that. Um, obviously written by David e. Kelly. I remember this when it came out at the time because it was a huge deal because Alan McBeal was pretty massive, um, and he did Boston Public and The Practice, yep. all those like all the, yeah. really smart, snappy. And so like 1999, you know, it,
3: it not showing his my age, but yeah. that was a
1: good time for us. Yeah, um, yeah. So he did all those really cool TV shows. So like straight away, you can like the dialogue snappy. You know, you've got good Performances and stuff like that. Stars, we've got plenty of stars in this, in hmm. my For 1999 stars, we've got the cream of the crop. You've got Bridget Fonda, Bill Pullman, Oliver Platt, uh, Brendan Gleason. Brendan Gleason, or am I mixing him up again? Who plays the sheriff? No, I'm pretty sure. No, that's I right. Think I, think it's right yeah. I was getting mixed up with the other guy. Um, and the runtime was about an hour and 22 minutes. Uh, plot wise, I mean, um, Lake Placid, how would you sum it up? It's, it's, it's a trio, an unlikely trio. You've got Bridget Fonda, who's like a bonologist or whatever they're called. She was a paleontologist. Paleontologist, paleontologist. paleontologist yes. A, dino, a dinosaur doctor. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of the porn version of the show. <laughs> <and> the bonologist, <laughs> That's yeah. the parody version. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. parody, yeah. She's a bonologist. Um, Bill Pullman, who plays the Parks... Pa- uh, Fishing and Game. Fish and Game. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Gleason, who's the local sheriff. And then you've got Oliver Platt, who's like the kooky millionaire Big, yeah, the millionaire. millionaire, yeah. yeah.
3: Yep.
1: Um So pretty good stuff. So basically the plot is... There, this giant croc, huge crocodile rocks up in the middle of Maine in a lake uh, and starts terrorising the locals and it's kind of like a how did he get here, what did he do, people don't believe us it's a croc. Like very classic Jaws to a degree but almost I would say Jaws with tongue in cheek because it's got mm. that David E. Kelly kind of snappy snappy dialogue
0: and sort of cynicism buried under. There was a lot of sarcastic snappy There's a lot of, of yeah, dialogue. yeah, you can tell
1: this. Like if you ever watched Ali McBeal and if you yeah. haven't, go out and watch it now. Um, it has that dialogue. I think, it, I
0: think it probably that didn't necessarily suit the tone of the film that well. Like I, I found some of that started to grate after a while because there was sort of this, it was just this relentless sarcasm for the first sort of 20 minutes of the film. Like yeah. To laugh, the other, yeah. So, that's not necessarily how people interact. All no. The time. So and it kind of got that feeling. I loved
1: it. the interaction between um, the sheriff and the millionaire.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, this is yeah, how yeah. I'm going to do the podcast, yeah. by the way. I'm never going to remember people's names. <laughs> That's fine.
3: The show of the Millionaire was great. Right that
1: sarcasm, that banter sarcasm that, is great. That was good yeah, because was, they yeah. had a genuine beef, a with, genuine each beef with each other. But then you've got Bill Pullman and Fonda. and Fonda who are supposed to be
0: love interest, which Well, from the that developed from sort of,
1: yeah. But that sarcasm stops that barrier
0: from it coming does. through. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I actually thought the love interest was completely unnecessary. I yeah, don't think it needed they to do shoehorn it in right at the end. Yeah, they sort of
2: was falling in love fairly quickly from, you know, Opening credits, almost when they, you sort of see the two characters introduce and then bang, they've got this some sort of awkward love interest. Yeah, it just, yeah. I just, just it don't a think bit it weird to be there because
1: she's been but sent there because her ex boyfriend dumped will. her. and yeah, he's it's her boss, yeah. the, the her.
2: boss that you know her, and she's like, oh, Clay the woods, you know, and he,
1: whereas he's a fishing game, so it's you know. Yeah, he's, he's the rough outdoors type, and she's yeah. the you know the pressy. Oh, didn't it
2: start with Gleason and one of his um, other, I guess, deputies? Deputies were on the boat, and he was scuba diving, and then he got chomped in half. So that yeah. was a so pretty I think brutal the scene. scene. Is
1: the diver? Yep. diver yeah, diver chomped and in half, and then they and found. That's a great a way to open. I think. Great oh, way to open. Brilliant yeah. opening. Chomped in half. When Can I just say, overall through the film, I, I love the Jurassic Park syndrome, and I'll probably reference that again in, in this whole episode. Where they use practical and digital effects. Yep. And this film does it perfectly. Perfectly. For me. Like you get good practicals of the alligator, but you get digital. And they're not great digital effects, but again, this is a 17 year old film. Yeah. So they're pretty good. So for 1999, yep. they were good. Yep. Um, yep. But getting that practical alligator, which is great, which if you see in the credits, and they've got the, at the end, they've, they capture the alligator and they put it on the truck. Yeah. And it's yes. rolling in yep. the back yep. of the credits. Yep. That's great. They're rolling right. down yep. a highway and there's this like, what is it, 50 foot alligator. Yep. You know, well strapped done. to the back of a semi-trailer. So I really love that. So, but that opening scene is 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 fantastic because I
2: think they find the tooth um, within the the the, toe, the corpse.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, as well, so they've
2: extracted that. Then obviously they've called on. Fonda's character to go and investigate further because it
1: said uh, being oh, killed, yeah, sorry, right, killed by
2: a dinosaur and they found a tooth and then she's being called into to yeah. for, well, investigate. Yeah, dinosaur-like. Dinosaur-like creature, like Yeah, feature. and you've
1: got the classic cliche of the sheriff that's like, you know, it's just a wild animal. you People are getting carried yeah, away. Yeah, you're getting carried
2: away. You're just a corporate lady from New York. What yeah. do you know? Yeah. She goes out there. Bill Pullman gets then involved and then, you know, it's sort of the and banter then, begins.
1: So they go out looking for her in canoes, which I thought was bold. Yeah. <laughs> Because the setting of this film is fantastic. The lake itself is yeah, wonderful. brilliant. It's got the murky water, so you can't see under the surface of the water. And like, it's
0: secluded. like it's so secluded. And it's
1: really beautiful, the trees yep. and stuff. It just works. Like, why would you have a giant prehistoric alligator there, you know? And I think the millionaire at one point, Oliver Platt's character says, you know, he must have swum in here, you know, hundreds of years it, ago It maybe. connects to the river. It connects to the, the ocean, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It floods and stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, yeah,
2: Oliver Platt comes in and then says, yeah, that could happen. Of course that could happen. Yeah. Of course Nicole- a yeah, crocodile could yeah. end up in
1: here. So they eventually start to realise, you know, they find that giant moose's head floating in the yep. water and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, 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 this could be a giant alligator. Could be. Well, something's just bit the head off a nine-foot tall moose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's probably going to be big. Um, the other one we should probably talk about is the my favourite character and the best character in the movie. uh the go- alligator? The golden girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Betty oh, White. Betty, Betty White. Betty White. Brilliant. So she lives down on the shoreline, and they go and
0: speak to her. Why do they go and speak to her in the first place? Because I... she's the only person who lives on the lake, yeah, and her husband yeah, with the only people within miles. Yeah, I'm, I am and, uh, glad you brought up Betty. She's yep. she start,
1: she she rocks this movie out, and this was before the big Betty White craze that yeah. sort of we've Wild had waffle. in the last couple. The Golden of
2: years. Girls generation. No,
1: no, you know she's kind of like hit her stride, and like it's cool in the last couple of years. Betty White's been like right. cool. Yep. So this is 1999 before you know. Before, she well, it, yeah. like yeah, okay.
0: But she's like easily the best thing in this movie. She, like she, she has her moments though, where I thought, well, was that necessary? There's, I've, I've written down my in my notes. <laughs> yeah, yet. I have, to I have she's, she's got the line. This is where I tell you now. You know, if, yeah, she I says, dick, if I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. That, that was just. Too I far love her me. giving the sheriff shit because he kind That's of fine. She can give the sheriff because shit, he kind of looks at her like he can't
1: fire back at her because she's a. She's a, she's a, a sweet, sweet little old, old lady. lady. Yeah. Yeah. But and that, we learned that, that too far. The, um, they've been feeding the crocodile for years um, and the crocodile... Um, mm. Took her husband? Ate her husband, yeah. She's like,
0: it's not the crocodile's fault it was mm. dark. And, and, but originally when they questioned her, she's like, oh, I killed him. He's buried under the porch. And yeah. they're like, what? This old lady's crazy. Yeah. She's yeah. like, dig him up if you don't believe me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she was just protecting her pet alligator, which I do like is one of the endings of the movie is she's sitting on the dock... Of her property, sitting at the dock of the bay, sitting on the dock of the bay, mm. uh, feeding, the feeding the baby, baby Wonderful baby, babies. babies. there's like three yeah. or four. Wonderful, of them. yeah, really, it's really. Like, that's good. a really good way to end a sort of sarcastic kind of comedy.
3: Let's tie it in to make a few more. Yeah,
1: and which they went up to four, I think. Like plus yeah. the four, they went to. Yeah, which they spring break or something. I think it's called. I've seen spring them all. break again. Yeah. I've seen them all. Spring break, Sci Fi Channel. God bless you. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah I really dug this movie, and I have ever since I saw. I think I saw it in cinemas when it came out, so I've seen it a few times. Um, there's so many like I like Bill Pullman in anything, so like I'm a bias straight away because he he's just the smarminess. He suits the the ranger character so perfectly because he's just like yeah okay, and he's just like trying to wrangle the other three from you know doing their thing, and then Oliver Platt like he's always a gem to have in a movie. I don't know if he holds up a movie by himself, but he's always great as a As a, a sidekick type side of guy. Sidekick,
2: yeah. eccentric guy. He plays it well. Plays I love that scene well.
1: where he goes out in his alligator helicopter and he's in the water and he thinks, you know, the croc and him are friends and stuff. And then the croc rises out of the water and he, he, he realizes he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah for the first come, time come he realizes guy. he's an idiot. And, yeah. the, and you also get to see the croc sort of.
2: Yeah, that's sort yeah,
1: of the sheer uh, fa- size face of it. Yeah, it's a really good And it, it just good follows him and watches him as he swims back. And then you've got the other deputy. Um, that that was a little bit weird to me. The female weird. deputy She's and, like, that, I'll and sleep the billionaire. Yeah, yeah well, where She's did like, that come go, from? Yeah, Again,
0: nowhere. That. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It was just. Exactly they were dancing one like, night. Like, I think
1: it's good. a funny ga- gag. Is when they because they established the camp obviously on the shoreline, and he's setting all the traps because he's like you know crocodiles hunt at night they come on land, and he sets the traps which obviously the sheriff keeps falling into and getting sprung up and stuff. I I thought that was great because it it, it, it it adds snowballs. to their tension. Yeah, so yeah. when he snaps and punches him, it's like yeah.
2: Yeah, and I must say, the one thing I liked, and so many movies do it, but when the sheriff was having a wee whilst he was, you know, and then he heard the noise, which was ended up being Oliver Platt setting yeah. traps or whatever, and just being present. Um, there was steam coming off his wee.
0: I can't say I noticed that. I noticed wow. it. And I actually Golden made details. a point. I
2: wrote it down just purely because <laughs> steam coming special off. the guys, guys were really uh, taking this really seriously. Yeah. I, and was... I thought kudos to that. I had to make a point of it.
1: Yeah, I really, the more I think about it, the more I did sort of dig the characters, but there is that kind of, yeah, sarcastic tone that does sort yeah. of dampen them. But even like, you know, his line at the end when when they finally get help and he's like, we caught the croc, we used our helicopter. Yeah, we uh, trapped him, yeah. We, we trapped, trapped him, the croc. we tracked, a helicopter. Yeah. So the big finale is they dangle a cow from a helicopter to lure the, the crocodile. Yeah, which, of course, ends badly. Which ends badly. Of course,
2: and, uh, I like Fonda. Fonda uh, I thought was wonderful in this and she goes, oh, this is not a happy cow," uh, she says that comment, and she goes, "It looks like a giant tea
0: bag." Yes. Yes. I yeah, I thought that was one of my Well I, like, giant tea bag. I, I
1: like it. Also, once they've tracked it and the help rocks up, and then and as the camera is pulling back, the cow just wanders across screen. Like the cow's left. alive. The cow's alive. We're in the harness. It's cool, everyone. Um, and then obviously we get the surprise of because Oliver Platt's so excited that Bill Pullman doesn't kill the crocodile; that he tranquilizes it. Because you know it's a freak of nature and it should be preserved yep. and survived. Yeah. and
0: so that's a bit of a letdown. And he's like, oh, he's got this big gun, then and he, he was going to blow it up. Yeah, but then he gi- it gives you
1: the best of both worlds because yep. a second croc jumps out of the water yes. and tries unexpected. to drag him in, unexpected. And then the sheriff gets to blow blow you're like that, whatever that gun was, it just disintegrates. It's just a to yeah, yeah. yeah. spray of blood, and then he's like, what is the line? Um, there's two of them. There's two of them, and he blows it up. He's like, now nah, we're back to one. Well, we're back, yeah. to we're to one. back to one to one. I like that kind of snappy dialogue. It's um it has its place in these kinds of films because these does. these kinds of films aren't Schindler's list. Like they're not meant to make you think, they're meant to make you to sit down and
0: enjoy and And in the and in the genre of those types of films I think they they did a very good job of of doing it. And you can tell the budget on this film is a lot higher. Oh yeah. Than than your anaconda's or your Anaconda our following sequels. film that we'll oh, talk geez, about Sure,
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely um yeah, like you can see
1: the production value in it, the good direction, like looks good nice. Writings. The writing's mm. good, the acting's
0: and, good. And pop quiz: How many writers were on this film? There Just was the only one. the one. Yeah, well, there yeah. You yeah go, it didn't need yeah.
2: seven. Doesn't no. that make a difference? And Just I think one when writer.
0: ending, uh, when you're about to come up to the credits,
2: where you said you got the fifty foot um, alligator sort of strapped to a uh, some sort of a truck. Truck, yeah. yeah. And ending it with a Bob Marley song. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What is it? Really like, nice.
2: I, I, I love you. Yeah, yeah. What, I'm not going to sing it, but, yeah, really nice touch to it, I thought. Because yeah. that
0: tied into her um, feeding the the baby crocs as well, Betty White when I say her yeah. feeding the crocs on, the, on yeah. the dock and, you know, from that they cut to the, the giant croc being pulled away and it did it, tied it in nicely with Bob Marley. beautifully. Yeah. It's a good way to end a film too, I think, just Bob Marley. You yeah, just keeps you happy and chill yeah. and, yeah, that's the kind of thing you can sort of bob your head as you walk out of the cinema.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah no, solid film. I, I would more than happily recommend that to anyone. Yeah. who hasn't seen Lake Placid, do, do yourself a favour. I think it captures a bit of the 1999's spirit of movies then. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Yeah. this is a couple of years after your Jurassic Parks and stuff and people are like, oh, this is kind of, you know. Well, but
0: a couple of years after Jurassic, well, Jurassic Park. Well, Jurassic's 93, so yeah, so.
1: Six, six years after. So it, I, I think it's good where it's not like necessarily a monster movie, but it's almost like a, in some ways it's almost a, a homage to Jaws. You know, yeah. the only thing we're missing is the mayor that won't close the town, you know. Um, but everything else is there and it's quite nice and it's quite funny and I think the movie doesn't take itself seriously which is no. very good because movies that take themselves seriously like Anacondas 2 and our third movie we're going to watch uh, are terrible when they take themselves seriously. It doesn't work. If you're talking about something ridiculous like play into, lean into it, yeah, don't that's try right. avoid <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd happily recommend that.
2: Oh, look, as would I. I think um, I'm a bit more of a Bill Pullman Basher in this one, I, I thought, I thought he rocked up to get a paycheck on this. I, I thought he didn't really give uh, everything he did. Oh, I would did. almost
1: argue he probably does that for every film. Yeah,
2: Independence Day, he did. He had just had a good time with Will but Smith that speech. Um, Independence Day, don't even get me started. No, no, it's. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I'm getting I'm teary. almost cried. Oh the there I went. Oh. God, I thought Brid- Bridget Fonda was fantastic in this. I know we, we haven't mentioned her too much. I wanted to give it's her a little bit of. It's not something
1: she's known for. This kind of comedy no, not, stuff, no,
3: not
2: at all. Well, I think she she was great. I thought her banter with Pullman, even though. I'm trying to bag him a little bit. I thought she was yeah. leaving it from the front. She was very you, quick you, It's whitty. at least
1: believable, but it's so forced that it's sort of, yeah. And she different. was the one
2: getting, and I love that the comment she made was, um, why do I keep getting the heads thrown at me?
3: Yeah. That's well, quite well, quite again, She line, yeah.
2: just pulled off the comments every time it needed yeah. to be there. She was in line, first placed, bang. She and pulled she played off that I
1: hate nature thing without I hate being nature. annoying it, without it being annoying character. And she was the
2: one getting flicked off the boats every time. Yeah, there was an opportunity boat, to get not, flicked yeah. off. Um, yeah, wonderful from Fonda. Great Betty, um, Betty White um, in, intro and little cameo role. So, yeah, highly recommended. I've never seen it before I watched it.
0: Oh, you hadn't seen it before? I hadn't
2: seen it. Oh,
0: good. That Loved was a it. Yeah, so well, I, I agree. Um, yeah, good, uh, good film in the genre. Um, certainly top of the pile for this particular uh, swagger of three, I think. Um, I have to say I warmed up to Fonda a little bit. I didn't like her character at the start, but... I think that was mainly her dialogue and there was just there wasn't a lot of uh in depth of her but I warmed up to her in the end and I did enjoy her and of course eccentric billionaire you know stupid lines. Well that's the fun trying one, to get himself you know. killed you yeah. know that I really enjoyed him as well and and I think the sheriff needs a mention as well because he really just wanted to shoot someone with his big gun. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so glad he got to shoot someone <laughs> with his big gun so that's Yeah, true. absolutely recommend this one highly. Um, and our film number three for our Gigantic Animals uh, episode is Megapython vs. Gatoroid. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sum it up in a word So as I well. know we like
1: to wait until the end, but um, before we get into it, I'm not going to recommend this movie <laughs> to anyone. Uh, just up front. I'm just being up front. Uh, 2011 uh, Megapython vs. Gatoroid, directed by Mary Lambert. Um, Pet Cemetery movies and just a ton of TV movies. Written by Naomi Selfman. So this is great. Female director, female writer. Mm. Fantastic up front. Um, let me tell you some of Naomi's credits, though. Oh, no. Bikini Spring Break. Not good. Cheerleader Camp.
2: Not a good start.
1: Barely Legal. Oh, God. 18-Year-Old Virgin.
2: Oh, jeez.
1: And Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Hey, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Warming into it. Yeah. Building to it. Building to it. Better
2: better LinkedIn profile now. Well, you mentioned it last (laughs) time.
1: Absolutely. Clocks in at one hour and 31 minutes. It's probably about an hour and 20 minutes too long. Yeah. 100%. This is a short film, if anything. (laughs) Um, uh, Stars,
0: Uh, Debbie Gibson is really the only point of reference.
1: And Tiffany? And
0: Tiffany, yeah. But. Does she have a TV show? Is that what what I know her from? She's like a sitcom series or something? She, what, what I've looked her up. She actually
2: had, wasn't too many acting opportunities for Tiffany at the time post-filming this at 2011, but she did a lot of um, songs for soundtracks.
0: Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So yeah. it was maybe, keep she her off familiar, camera. She has a familiar face though. She has just, I don't know, she has a generic face maybe. I, think, maybe I feel like that. I've seen her in a sitcom.
3: Yeah. yeah. We've
1: well, got, they're, they're our two leading ladies and they're, they're the ones that have a beef with each other. Mm. I say that because I'm trying to think of how to describe the plot for this film. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, You've got Debbie Gibson as a scientist maybe who's releasing pythons into the wild. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, An activist maybe. An activist. I I I think she's – no, they call her doctor a few times. They do call her doctor, but I think that was a stretch. Yeah, a stretch.
1: And then you've got (laughs) Tiffany who's – for like the first 45 minutes I wrote my notes – I thought she was a sheriff. The sheriff, town. yeah, they no, do not clarify she's not, that at all. And then, she's, then not? she's like, no, she's she's like a park recreation, ranger, a park yeah. ranger volunteer. I don't know. I
2: guess. So. I hope they weren't
0: paying her because <laughs> she was terrible at the, her job. For the first oh. part, I was just like, yeah, she comes across so so she's as a the sheriff because everyone's listening to her. Because they start talking about arresting them, it's like, yeah, you can't absolutely. arrest people. Yeah. You're
1: a park ranger. You can't do anything, can you? Um. So the plot is basically, yeah. These anacondas are disturbing the Everglades in Florida Everglades. Yep. These anacondas are killing the crocodiles. I put a note in here. Seventy-two dead gators in a month. That seems like you should call and tell someone if you're in park range. Yeah. Probably. Well, so you like should like call your bosses and go, seventy-two
0: dead. Like I don't I don't I'm, know. On the upside, she didn't have to give the rednecks their, their hunting permits. So yeah, maybe it was a good thing. That's right.
2: Yeah, I think you'd you'd probably flag it after the thirtieth death. I'd yeah, flag them to your tipping point 30 yeah, dead gators. Oh, so There'll be like eight
1: gators. foot alligators cro- um, rocking up dead. Something's killing a lot of alligators. Yeah. What it's kills eight foot alligators? Causes. Yeah. yeah. On um, the top of
0: the food chain, they don't have a, a predator that's tough. Yeah. So, it's so you've true, got. Is odd.
1: she. odd. So she says you can't have your gator licenses to the redneck. Line. I'm not even going to try and just plot. Let's just talk about the movie. Um, there isn't a plot. Really, there isn't is there, a plot. No. Uh, <laughs>
0: the entire movie is just built up to giant animals killing some people and causing havoc, really, yep. isn't it?
1: But the best part is, so the activist wants to protect the snake. She has some weird obsession with snakes. Yep. Even though it's her fault she's released them in there and they've gotten bit. So, but they don't really get explained so they how explain big the Because they're as big no, as a car. Yeah. and, and uh, that came Sorry, at, at one point, one eats a train, which, sorry, does get yes. explained. Yeah, I'll come back to that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so her response is, to make the gators bigger so yes. they can fight back against. So her she's and evening nature up. that old woman who I've seen in a million movies but I couldn't remember yes. her name. she's
0: been in a lot of movies. Yeah. And, yeah. and she was the best for me as she's well. She's the best thing she, in the movie. She's the really only one to... acting in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she injects a bunch of steroids into uh, chicken. chickens chicken. and feeds them to yeah, the crocs. The so the crocs get big. Uh, but the crocs lay eggs and the snake eats the eggs, so that's how the snakes get bigger. But it was, sorry, but can can I, they were bigger before I, that.
2: With the steroids, they were, un, some of it were untested steroids. Yeah, oh, sorry, they mentioned that was, like four times. Yeah, yeah, so it was obviously they, they rolled the dice on the untested ones <laughs> saying, let's, let's.
1: But that's the best thing. So then we get this montage of the crocs eating the chickens, the snakes eating the eggs, the crocs eating the snakes. So everything's getting big because it's circle an ecosystem. Of circle, circle of life. life. But over the course of
0: what, two days? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what they make you feel, but then you find out later it's been six months and no one's gone missing. So they they drop do, it. Oh, they do? They yeah. just kind of randomly drop it Oh, six Six months, no one's gone missing. We must have fixed the problem. And then all
1: of a sudden we have alligators... Bigger than buildings. Yeah. And yeah. we have snakes that's, the snake that swallows the train it can not swallow a train. Was where I just lost it. I think I dropped my notepad. <laughs> I threw my notepad in the
0: air. But, I, wow, you lasted well longer than me. <laughs> I was just well, like,
1: that snake just ate a train. And it's still not, like the, the still, out. Yeah. like she hasn't told anyone. So we should point out that her fiancé, because my God, they mentioned they're getting married about eight times at the start of the film. Yeah.
2: His name was Justin. Justin. Yes. Justin. Yeah. And so, yeah,
1: he gets eaten.
2: Rightly so. By, by a pack of them. Maybe That's right, because he surrounded.
1: kills one and then six of them circle him and hold off while he makes a phone call to her to say how yeah. much, tell me something good about the wedding, you know, and then she's, she's like,
2: Justin! Justin. He goes, tell me something. And then she, oh, no, I think at this point she knew that Justin's fate's sealed by whatever the surrounding anacondas are near him <laughs> and then, Um, he just, um, admitted defeat and then just hear it attack and then the, you know, cut the line cut and you're like, that's it. But for me, she, she did not. After that,
1: she, she doesn't mourn his death at doesn't all. Doesn't mourn. She his has death. one scene where she's crying, she's crying and she yells at the blonde woman. Yeah. Yells at and the then blonde woman. She's off to a party later on.
2: Yeah, it's a fundraiser. It's a, oh, well, yeah, well See, you can't
1: cancel your fundraiser. You your can.
2: fiance was just
0: killed, and the timeline on that is all out of whack. So yeah, I can't about about this tell fundraiser. this movie takes over in a year or it, it, over like a it week. It happens a year later. It's like he's the fundraiser minute? a year later. Yeah, the fundraiser no. was a year oh, later. You're paying better like attention than I was. It felt like that night.
1: Yeah. I felt like the whole movie took place in four
0: days. Continuity was a massive issue it was for a this big movie. issue. Yeah. Can yeah. we talk Huge. about,
1: this is a movie, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, directed by women and written by a woman, which is great because I'm all for that. I want more women in stuff because it's due it's, for it. The it's, movies better, needed. it's better for everyone. And you've got older women, so these both these women would have been in probably early 40s. Early 40s. It's yeah. great. let's more of that. Why are we dressing the both of them so oh. like skimpy? slutty?
2: Yeah, very skimpy. Like
1: all the everyone else all the other rangers have nice uniforms, pressed pants, Yeah, uniform. She's wearing her shirt wide open with her boobs hanging out. Yeah. She's wearing like booty shorts and like and the, s- um, the, boots. the boots, and the, the knee high boots. boots.
0: I I couldn't understand I'm why like, every shot of her was the Boos. centre of frame was cleavage. Yeah. Why? It and this other so character is oh, to be
1: a doctor, but she's just constantly in like She's dressed in tight, tiny, tight tiny and, little dresses. I'm not telling then, women what to wear, but if you're going to have, like
0: why are all the other characters dressed normally? And like, their dialogue sure. as well. Their dialogue I know. was terrible. I, I, well, I then, didn't actually look up that it was written by a woman. And now that I find that out, it's even more disturbing because it was horrible. Yeah, but and Can how I drop one of the lines for you? When yeah, they're interacting, right. they're, please, they're please. having a bit give of us, a fight. The, the actress versus the the
2: ranger. Oh, we have our
1: what the the cat fight. They I think you some do no, yeah, cat yeah. calls.
2: No, before that, uh, they had that sort of little um, session, and then she goes, "Somebody had bitch for breakfast."
1: Oh, I wrote that down too.
3: I wrote. I, <laughs> I wrote, wrote a note. that down too,
2: and I wrote after that dot 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 using my ellipsis. Um, there, this is going to be a long movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then she says, "This is my Everglades."
1: Yep. Yep. They're, they're not, it not not was 15 minutes for and 44 writing. seconds into the film. Looks like someone had bitch for breakfast, and you just knew then because I was like, I was like, I read about the film first. And I thought, oh, this is good. Like, I'm like a written and directed yeah. by females. Like, it'll be a different perspective because usually these things, sci-fi movies, and I'm not generalising it, This is factual. Are usually men. Like, it's you know yeah. men that are writing and directing and stuff. So it'd be interesting to get a different gender take on it. They
0: missed the mark.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I wrote. Yeah, 57 minutes and 54 seconds is when the cat fight happens, and I wrote, yep. they that are literally rubbing cream on each other's boobs. The food fight, yeah. Yeah, the
0: food fight. Completely. Which
1: and everyone's just, just standing, and I'm pretty sure there's a couple of extras like hooting and hollering. Oh,
2: of course. And then it sort of ended up rolling out to the swamp, just yep. them on, on by themselves, no one else really caring at this point whether they're going to break up the fight between yeah, that's right. so, two fairly, uh, I would say, prominent uh, characters in the community
1: yep. They roll into the lake and wrestle, and then the party's attacked by giant snakes. And
2: and they become friends.
1: And then I love how they go, everyone, if you've got a gun, pull it out. And Everyone has a gun. And they're like, is this an American
2: thing? Is this Florida? Does everyone carry a weapon? Uh, Very topical, I would say.
0: Yeah, I don't think intentionally, but yeah, absolutely. Even the women wearing small, you know, cocktail dresses pulled out guns. Like, where were they packing those? Yeah,
1: yeah. there was a woman with a cocktail dress carrying a shotgun. (laughs) Where was that? Where was she concealing that weapon? Oh,
2: and then she called it before that fight. She goes, you gator-baiting bitch. bitch. Yeah, Yeah,
1: like they really play into, like it's almost like the old exploitation films, but I don't think any of that's intentional. But they almost throw back to like scantily clad women you know they wrestle with each other can i say the best thing about the movie is probably the ending the best thing about the movie is not because it ended oh i was going to say but because it kills both characters i was going to say it's yeah. because it kills it's both actually of kind them. of clever so one of them tries to get away on the helicopter and the ladder but the but she gets eaten by the gators which is the irony because they're both eaten by the monsters that, um, they, that oh, they fought yeah. for. So she gets eaten by the gators and the other one falls out falls of the helicopter. Out, yep, She's crying because by this stage they've become friends. Somehow yeah. we don't see that. That happens off camera, I guess. And Spot then she gets, gets eaten by
0: a severed head. because that's said
2: Because right. it, it's still alive for up to an hour once it Yeah, been so severed. one of the yeah. things,
0: up. one of the only things they set up. And that's sort of probably
1: the best CGI in the movie as well is her half body floating in the water. That's probably... let's talk special effects (laughs) that's a stretch (laughs) the special effects in this film is the worst special effects
0: I cannot think of a film that has worse special effects in this film what really disturbed me though wasn't the quality of the special effects because I wasn't expecting them to be but the reliance on it it was the stock footage they put in everywhere oh, yeah. that doesn't even match the rest yep. of the shots. Yep. Like, what is that? And then mm. the, they're just like, it's like normal size alligators and, yeah. <laughs> and the custom, one is as big as a car. They're just zooming in on normal snakes, like going through the jungle. Yeah.
1: That's, oh, yeah. They, there was that one. It looks like
0: it was shot in someone's wanted. backyard. It was just like yeah. on the grass. And they just zoomed in really tight. So yeah. it was big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this thing's and giant. They, and clusters. they did a
2: really, um, shaky camera bit, um, just before I think one of the pythons ate a blimp.
1: Oh, that's right! I forgot. To blimp. Um, so
2: the blimp, yeah, and yeah, then the there was a really was shaky camera, which actually oh, I feel a little sick <laughs> um, to be quite honest, because uh, it was just because so the movie had made you feel up. so nauseous
1: already. Yeah, it, it was, was on top of it. But
2: yeah, I, I written down Terry gone. I said, like, well, "That's a twist." The Nikki, she's in the water, she's alive. She goes, I'm alive. And he went, Oh no, she's gonna die. And, yeah. She's yeah. Dystopic, head, and then
1: the Spanish guy Sp- Diego. Diego, Diego, Our uh, mate Diego. Yeah, he he uh, he's the one who's like the voice of reason. He's he's probably he's the, the, the only one Actually, doing any acting in the film, and I say very loosely, the no oh, acting in the film. Please, but at the end, he's dedicating the park to the two women that hated each other. And, I thought that was kind of like a funny ending. I'm like, this is the one thing this film got right. Was this you know, they clean, killed, the killed the both the way. characters and then made out like these women were heroes when, in secret, it was all their fault. Yeah, she made the giant snake. She made, and they admit it right before they
0: die. She's
2: that's like, a, yeah, but this um, here lies a big question. Whose fault actually was it? Was it Terry or was it Nikki's? Well, they don't it's, really explain how the snakes explain.
0: got bigger and the snakes kind of started the problem. So they leave this massive hole in the plot. Like, Gaping. They, they yeah. don't Gaping explain any of that.
1: But I need to go back to the CGI because, yes, the animal CGI yes. is terrible. The worst is probably my favourite character in the film, whose name I probably didn't write down because I just kept calling him Bob Vance from Vance Refrigeration because if anyone watches The Office, he, that's yeah, his oh, character he in The Office. Yeah, oh, and he's... he plays a redneck in this and... I know he's a better actor than this, but something in this movie has like dulled well, his no senses. No else was trying, yeah. and he—if he's one of the redneck hunters—that's like, oh yeah, yeah, like all the derogatory comments they make. Yeah. Again, like, why is this it's written by a woman? It's and just stereotypical. It's so stereotypical. It's so frustrating, and he gets killed by an alligator stepping on him. And up until that point, we didn't know how big they got. But remember, he, like, because his dog gets eaten at the start. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba, Bubba. got eaten. Yeah. Oh. And then you see a foot just cut, like a terrible CGI foot just come down and crush him. So the animals all look terrible. We can agree on that. Mm. Um, but then we've got helicopters, uh, gunshots. So none of the gun, they don't even fire blanks in the guns. that's done digitally. The helicopter's digital for the wide shots. Because I assume they literally couldn't take the helicopter and up. The, they and the just close-up's tight. all
0: green screen and yeah. the, the colour of the helicopter doesn't oh, even match. Which brings me to <sighs> my
1: favourite part about this movie. The worst acting, driving acting I've ever seen. So it, oh, did yeah. they not have a rig to film people? Like something as simple as that. Yeah. So it's all, you know when an actor puts their hands on the wheel and it's all green screen behind yeah. them? And they turn the wheel like this while they're acting because I mean, they forget. You still wonder they, why they do and that. And they're going straight but they're yeah. going left, right, left, right, left, yep. right. And you're like... If you're doing that in a real car, you'd be swerving all over the place. Mm. And it happens about six or seven times. I don't know, again, why, if you can't afford to even have a camera in a car, don't
0: rewrite no, the scene. No, yeah, no motion. Because it looks rubbish on top of was, your rubbish uh, on top of your rubbish. They are getting chased. <laughs> they were all driving in the four-wheel drive. They're getting chased and the, and the older lady from the ranger's office jumps out the roof and starts shooting. And when they cut back to the close-up on the car, it's stationary. And yes. then she's out the roof and she's shooting at them. but' like, well, they're not stationary. They're moving. Yeah, and then she what? just gets seen not oh, yeah. moving. lot right. of how
1: she just gets dragged out of the car and they're all like, no. And, and then, then they're moving on. Uh, yeah, moving oh, on. Just, but
2: did you see Terry like mourn that one a lot more than oh, her fiancé? Oh, more fiance. than her fiancé.
0: Like, Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: She was in hysterics. Because she's
0: probably like, I'll have to do all the work now. But then yeah, she was, was really quick, quick to call in. shotgun because then she's in the front seat. Yeah. It's it's like, yeah like, oh, she's gone. Jumps in the
2: front seat. But that old lady, she kept going right to the end though. Yeah. Well, she was I mean, she, when well, she had
1: the machine gun when she was just she was yeah. great, but that, that's so bad. All the special effects in it. Are so, bad. and look, it's mm. a sci-fi. So if you, if you, I don't know if you guys watch sci-fi movies, I do mm. every now and then. They are very low budget, but there is good ones out there and you know, they survive by not leaning too much on the, you know, where they need to. This movie uses it more than it needs to, even though it's so bad. You think they'd try and avoid using it as much as possible, but they like, they'll be like, all right, so let's have. This like we, we've got a budget of a hundred thousand dollars. Let's explode a petrol station. Don't do that. You don't have the money to do it. Like, but I guess they were yeah. kind of all in. You know, all in for a pound. You know. Was,
0: yeah, within a very short time frame, this film to me, and I probably am exposing some information about myself. I shouldn't, but it just reeked of. In fact, I've seen better performances in adult films. And better dialogue in adult films yeah, than I've, was in this film.
1: I've never watched an adult film, but I can, see where I can see where you're coming from. It was just
0: terrible the, dialogue. The dialogue was bad, delivery. the delivery, yeah. And, and they're just nothing. waiting for the saxophone music or the, you know, the funk music and yeah. for everyone to start stripping off. Like, yeah, it was terrible.
1: there was, like, and the way yeah. they are all dressed. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. I say the two main characters were the, the only ones were dressed. The two female characters. They were dressed like they'd wandered off a porn set. Like, yep. you know, he to deliver the pizzas. Like...
0: Everyone yeah. else... I thinks, need to clean the pool. That was the thing. Yeah, all yeah. the other
1: rangers are dressed perfectly fine. I think it was the point where the cat fight where they were literally rubbing creamy yeah. breasts, and I was like...
0: And so have they deliberately written this film to appeal to 13-year-old boys or something? Well, like, I thought maybe mean,
1: they were doing it sati- like satirically, like... Yeah, but then I do not get they, that at all. No, yeah. you don't get that. You, it's just...
2: I, I think I gave up the seriousness of when one of the waiters during that catfight threw a shoe at the uh, giant. I
0: actually out. laughed out loud at that point so <laughs> I thought that was a perfect. I, it was he cool. ran out of bullets. Do you think he was given
1: that direction, or he's just an overzealous no, extra? Yeah, that's, he's like no one's watching. It was totally ad lib.
2: It was totally ad and I think that <laughs> that was probably one of the better parts of the movie. Someone needed to do it, and I they were down, clearly
0: reading off the script.
2: I wrote down I was. It'd be a great game to uh, a drinking game if there was uh, Diego. Every time Diego says National Guard,
0: he
1: does say, Yeah, that would, you'd be drunk. Yeah. He says, National He said
2: Guard. it uh, 14 times.
1: Because he can telling He, he, he goes No, around, no, but it's again a rough. He estimate. goes around trying to find the eggs, which is, you know, which is the whole problem. He was doing all the work. So it makes them bigger, but what? It makes them lay way more eggs than usual? Like,
0: he said there's they thousands lot of, eggs of normally, them. And there's a lot of alligators as well. We discover there's a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's my, and, and this is one of the best bits about the movie that at about, I think I wrote it down, uh, at one hour and three minutes into the movie, the snakes and alligators decide to team up. They've had enough. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. they start working. They start it, so for the, the rest people. of the movie, they go for the humans. Yeah. yeah. So they're side by side, crawling over each other, and they yeah. go, At what point did they sit down? Was there a point where they sat down? There must have been a meeting. Yeah, there must have been a meeting. (laughs) Order, order, you know, like... Let's
0: stop killing each other. The Coalition of
1: Snakes, you know, (laughs) recognises the the, the Bureau of Alligators. (laughs) The sovereign nation of (laughs) alligators. You know, what's the deal with these humans? Like, they're sort of picking on us. What if we work together, you know? One of the alligators is sort of, you know... Oh my, you know, my enemy is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Let's work together. Like, at what point did that happen? Because all of a sudden point? they're just like mm. side by side. I'm thinking, the whole movie's been showing these things killing each other, and now all of a sudden they're like, hey. Oh, again,
2: another part of the plot twist, I thought.
1: Yeah, look, maybe it made them smarter. I wish there was a throwaway line saying, Oh god, they didn't just get bigger, they got smarter. You know, like they that t- was, They went
2: to TAFE for a year and
1: just Which called. they do because the snakes how often do the snakes pause for effect before they kill someone like they just stare right into the eyes the of the stare
2: kid. <laughs> And struck. then the strike.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. like that's how animals work, not on instinct, on pure revenge.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Um just yeah, nothing really redeeming about this film. Very hard to find something I struggled to get through it. Absolutely struggled. Um I would not recommend this to anyone. I wouldn't even recommend this to put this on. You know, when you like put a movie on in the background, like when you're doing chores, you clean the yeah, house right. or something? I wouldn't even recommend no. it as a background movie. No. It's a waste of your time. And I apologize to the two of you because I think I was the one who chose it. You chose it. You definitely. chose it. Because
0: <laughs> when the credits rolled, I believe I said, damn you, Shane. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I was, it was that not that... the Crocosaurus? Because I hadn't seen either of those ones. Well, I would have been happy with. And there was
1: also yeah. piranaconda, which was the combining of a piranha and anaconda. That, that right.
2: sounds
0: like, yeah. We'll, yeah that sounds, we'll, it's got promise. Yeah, we'll, well do I see, it.
2: As it. As it finished, I laughed. And I said, I'm not too sure why I did this. Probably because it was so freaking bad and <laughs> no. awful and terrible. Uh, shocking <laughs> acting. Just written so many negative um, words here, but it's just awful. But I
0: laughed. Yeah, so, thank you. Yeah, well, fucking long as, you know. Well, if it didn't make you cry, it has to make you laugh. Yeah, so well, exactly. you're
1: saying definitely recommend then? 100%. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 100%. If you're doing a podcast to do with <laughs> terrible movies and giant creatures featuring in those movies, then yes, I'd absolutely recommend Any it. other
1: reason, no. No, mm. no. Not even if it was like you're on death row and they're like, you can watch one last movie. Oh, definitely not. If that what? was the last thing that went in my eyeballs. <laughs> that's how they kill them, actually, on death yeah, row. They
2: make that's them watch right. death, movie. Death by a loop. movie. Yeah, if it was that or Battlefield Earth, I'd probably pick this.
1: You think this oh. is this is
0: yeah. worse? Wow. I would
2: rather
1: this.
0: Wow. Just
2: purely because
1: yeah. we definitely have to shoehorn Battlefield Earth into yeah, something. Yeah, we're going to have to yeah. rewrite your bio. You need to think mm. of a. Uh, it's. Oh yeah,
2: well, yeah. yeah, this. It's close, but it's not, not quite Battlefield Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm with you, Shane. I could not possibly recommend this film to anybody. Um, in fact, if I owned it and uh, my coffee table was wobbling, I probably still wouldn't use it to level it out. It's that bad.
1: It yeah. just goes straight yeah. in the bin. If you feel compelled to watch it, just because you've heard us talk about how terrible it is, oh, by all means,
0: do that. Do, do it
1: alone, because that <laughs> way you don't have to share the shame. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. If yeah. someone walking
1: I would rather don't, don't people walking watching people. porn than watching <laughs> yeah, this movie. I right. like, feel narrows. less shame.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in a, a zipper, uh, this is the movie for you. <laughs> what is a zipper? Well, as if, as if, right? As of if course. that yes. happened. As if that happened. Yeah, you know, as if that would happen. This is a classic um, that's, that's example of that.
0: Wonderful movie for that. Well, I think that brings us to a close then, gentlemen. Uh, we've discussed our three films and we should probably say a big thank you to our special guest, Mick. Thank yes, you, Tony. Yes, thank only. you, Mick levaskis
1: Le- Le- it is. Just Mick will be. Just Mick, Mick. Wonderful.
0: Now, thanks for being on our first ever episode.
1: Oh, um, I'm very privileged. One of hope, be. many to come. You'll need to think of a reason to come back and bring Battlefield.
2: Battlefield Earth.
1: Um, it's a big thing we're gonna try and push on this show is we wanna have a different guest every week and we encourage people out there. If you have a theme in mind and you can think of three
0: movies that slot into that theme, please feel free to contact us. Yeah, drop us a message and give us some ideas or what you'd like to see. Yep. Um we because we're love features. Mm.
1: Um we've contact us. We've got our Facebook page currently.
0: Uh, Yes, so scene3podcast on Facebook and uh, scene3podcast at gmail.com. Three as in the number, not words. So S-C-E-N-3podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, iTunes to stream the episode or um, catch it on Facebook or Podbean. Uh, We will be supporting all those formats.
1: And releasing an episode, one one every week is the dream. Yep, that's
0: right. Um, But,
1: yeah, please contact us because we want to have a bit of a mailbag going as well. We want to get some feedback, like Lap said. Um,
0: Plenty of feedback from the people so we can make it more of a people show. And, uh, yeah, tell us what you guys like and what you didn't like. We should probably talk about what we're going to talk about next week, give people a heads up on the films and the theme.
1: So next week we'll be joined by um, a good friend of mine. I don't think you've met him, but you'll meet him. Uh, Should should we – Giving it all away, or I oh, just we'll, tease? We'll give the tease. theme.
0: Give the theme. Uh, do give we want, a, do we his
1: team. name starts with A. Let's just say that. Wink, wink. I just winked at the mic. That's why I had to say it out loud. <laughs> um, and the theme we're going with next week is movies that are so bad they circle around and become good again. Yeah, I probably worded it better than that. No, well,
0: that's brief, about how that's, you worded it. That's a very interesting. Three thing. movies.
1: Um, we've got three.
0: Are we giving the movies away? Do we want people to pre-watch them?
1: Yeah, well, if you want to pre-watch them, um, absolutely. I believe we settled on The Room, which is one of the classics. Um, cool as Ice, which is the vanilla ice movie, which is one of my favourites. Uh, hmm. And Troll 2. Troll 2. Oh. So if you want to pre-watch the movies prior to the, next, the episode coming out next week, um, Troll 2, that. Cool as Ice, and uh, The Room. That's next week, though. That um, is next but week. But for this week.
0: Thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully we can have a long and happy relationship together. Not me and Shane, but you're listeners look, and us. You're looking into my eyes. I was looking directly into, very, into It was awkward. I was like, it's happening. I it's finally
3: happening. All these years
1: of friendship are paying off. Sorry, I'm <laughs> married I thought, you, I thought when you got married I was definitely in the friend zone, but now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah. Catch you next week. Catch next you next Thanks, Mick, Thanks me. You're my favourite mistake.